Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone, whichever time zone you are in. Welcome to Digital Woman Power Podcast with me, Reita Farame, Editor-in-Chief of Rich Woman Digital Magazine. My guest today is Richard Lucero, the founder and CEO of Transparency. Let me just read his bio for a little bit before we go into the live interview. So um, Richard Lucero, after graduation from Texas Tech University with a degree in exercise and sport sciences, Richard began his childhood dream of becoming a college football coach. Richard honed his ability to lead at all levels of education from elementary, middle school, high school, and at the college and university levels. Richard's ability to adapt in various work environments over the years allowed him to successfully impact organizations and inspire high level of achievement. Currently, Richard has embedded his cumulative experiences in pursuing his hand at entrepreneurship. He has founded and developed the Transpar Transparency Message Only platform designed specifically for secondary schools. His desire to create a simpler yet more effective means of communication between students, educators, and parents with supervision components. Richard is focused on facilitating parental engagement while keeping all stakeholders within the learning community safe online. So I would like to all welcome Richard to the Digital Woman Power on Rich Woman Magazine. Hi, Richard. Hi, Rita. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Doing well. Good evening, and thank you, and 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 the Rich Woman Society and and the Rich Woman Magazine Club for putting this together. And especially want to thank your fearless leader, Dr. Marina Nani, just for allowing me to be with you. I'm both humbled and honored to be here. Thank you. Great. So Richard, please introduce yourself. And then after that, we'll go directly to the questions. Thank you. And uh, you did a great job with the introduction there. Just wanted to connect the dots and add a few things to give a little bit more context. As you said, I'm Richard Lucero. I'm from McAllen, Texas. I'm a proud Hispanic American. I was born and raised in West Texas. My father was a brick and stone mason, and, and my mother is, is still today an ordained minister. I'm one of seven, I'm the middle child, and I'm proudly a, a first-generation college student. I spent 25 years as a, a practitioner in public education and uh, just had a great time with that. It was an amazing journey, took me to places all over the country. Obviously got to work in New York, Florida, Indiana, and throughout Texas, been able to be in every major city here in the United States, traveled abroad, got to coach a game in, in Vienna, Austria, been to Germany, different parts of Colombia, Panama, Canada. So just a great journey that, that I was able to be a part of. And so those are fond memories. 
and things that I carry with me today. Having said that, presently, as you mentioned, I'm the founder of Transparency and uh, just really passionate about this. You know, I took everything that I'd done on my journey and uh, just saw a gap and decided to do something about it and to provide a better service and just trying to streamline that communication between students and educators and, and parents and, and just improve that parental engagement. I think we all know that anytime parents are involved in student education, that student success is going to be elevated. And, and that's really the goal at the end. I'm also a parenting coach. I take really a, a lot of pride in this. This is a personal part to me. I, I help single parents. I, I help with blended families. And I'm especially passionate about the class and the work that I do in mentoring fathers, fathers specifically of daughters. I do have a daughter. She's 12 years old. She's the apple of my eye. She's my world. And, you know, as fate would have it, I stumbled into this, this role and I was asked to, to lead men at my church and to be a mentor to them. And so we teach men to become strong fathers and so that they can raise strong daughters. And ultimately, we believe that women are going to attract partners based on the relationships that they had with their dads. So I try to live that. I try to promote that. And I truly believe that family, you, they are they, they are led by strong men. And so that's my goal. And I'm, I'm passionate about that. And then it, it all just kind of works hand in hand. And, and we explore other things to do. And I'm, I'm the founder of the Digital Global Parenting Club here on Clubhouse. And we just help parents navigate, you know, life associated with raising children in this digital world that we're living in right now. And it has a, a fireside chat vibe to it where parents can exchange ideas and, and thoughts openly just free of judgment. We're there for support, for encouragement, to, to give some education and value when we can. And we, we meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. So we just want to avoid, just invite anyone that's listening to this to come and join us, see what we're about. And if we can support you in any way, certainly we'd be willing to do that. And we'll open invite you with open, open hands and open hearts. Finally, I'm completing a memoir that's entitled My God of Mercy, Backed Up. And it, and it chronicles my spiritual journey through the highs and lows of life and just the faithfulness of my creator. I've lived a good life. I've done many things and I'm just, I just have a heart of gratitude and, and, and just know that all things work together for the good in the end. And I'm working on that. And so I'm just honored to be here and to be able to share with you. And, and, and I'm just excited to share this digital experience, you know, that I have as a non-tech founder. And then to share the knowledge of, of my transition into ed tech and entrepreneurship. So at the end of the day, I hope my story will inspire women globally to, to embrace and adapt new technologies. Uh, it's a business world out there and we, we all want to grow. Yeah, but I think transforming to that digital mindset in business and lifestyle is, is certainly important. So with that, Rita, I believe you have some questions. Uh, I'm ready whenever you are. Awesome. So Thank you very much for your introduction. Uh, all right, we'll just uh, get into it. So Richard, your background is not in technology, but more in education. Can you like share with us, or let me put it this way. Do you remember a time in your life you're afraid of going into the digital business you are in right now? Oh, wow. You don't hold back any punches. Great question right off the bat. Absolutely. In the beginning stages, I questioned myself and, and I questioned the vision that I had for transparency. 
I really did, you know, and it was, it was one of those things where I had to live my values and my beliefs. And upon my research, I just really believed that communication should be supervised by parents. I was told by a wise administrator when I was early, you know, in my teaching career, and that administrator told me, said, don't be willing to say anything to a student, to a child, that you wouldn't be willing to say in the presence of their parents. And so that resonated with me. And I was, as I was researching where I wanted to go in my career, I was in a transition space. I saw this gap in, in the school communication platforms that were out there and they don't do this. And I think a lot of issues, you know, arise when, when parents aren't included. And so we wanted to create an inclusive space where parents could have a seat at the table, be able to monitor conversations and engage with, with teachers one-on-one -on -one at the same time. And so to answer your question even more, I, th I think it's just always important to remember your why. And that was my why, that's my belief system. I wanna keep kids safe. I wanna provide a tool. And so when I can live those values and believe, that's whenever fear, when it knocks on the door, you can just say, hey, okay, I remember my why. This is why I'm doing it. So you got to revisit that over and over. And so now, you know, further along in my journey, if you fast forward it now, fear is just a word that I'm, I'm learning to eliminate from my vocabulary altogether. And I believe that transformation, transformational leaders can turn this negativity of fear into positive energy and channel that energy to further move along their purpose. So being the founder of a startup is certainly challenging and you know, there's times when, when that doubt and fear tries to creep in again. But I've learned that if you keep moving forward, everything is going to manifest and, and work together in the end. So, you know, when fear enters your mind, it's just critical to identify it, address it, change that mindset to see opportunities where others see obstacles. So it takes practice, you know, it does. But being... Being intentional about your thoughts, Rita, I think it helps helps me anyway address the fear. Thank you. Yeah, that's so powerful, Richard. Being intentional, that's really very important, I think, you know. I agree totally with you. And now my second question, Richard, how and when you decided that now is the time to change your digital story? Yes, yeah, so one word. Providence, you know, I wish I could take credit, you know, for the path that I'm on. And, but I, you know, as I reflect, you know, I just acknowledge divine providence. It's been directing my steps. It's all part of my journey. It's all part of my story. And, you know, my, my part is just to continue the path that I'm on, uh, try to live my purpose in gratitude and, and with faith and just leave the outcomes to the one who faithfully guides me. So thank you. Okay. So with regards to digital transformation, what is your personal insight on this? Yes, no doubt about it. We're, we're living in a digital global world. You know, technology is always changing and it's changing at a rapid pace. You know, I'm a lifelong learner and I love to read and I love to grow just in all aspects of life. But I also believe that it's the one's benefit right now if you're in business or even in your personal life. I think it's in your benefit to, to continually grow in depth of knowledge 
and, and specifically, you know, to, to today's topic with technology. I think individuals and, and, and businesses that embrace and harness technology, they're going to position themselves, you know, for success, not only today, but in the future. Yes, awesome. So the next question, there is a great conversation around women exploring male dominated industries, such as, of course, technology. What is your insight on this? Well, first and first and foremost, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm the proud father, you know, an amazing 12 year old daughter. Mm -hmm. So, so this is personal for me, you know, I get it. And if we're being completely honest, you know, it is more challenging for women. It is, that's just the fact, but you know, just another barrier, just like many other barriers that, that, you know, existed before for women, but women, and I'm confident in them, they will overcome this hurdle, just like the other, the other women of previous generations. So in that I'm confident. Having said that there's, there's also needs to be an intentional effort to support women in ed tech and technology and business in general. Uh -huh. You know, women who have, you know, quote unquote made it, you know, they're helping others, you know, make it in ed tech, you know, to make it more equitable for everybody. So I think that's important. It's always important to remember once you've made it and once you've gotten to a certain status, I think it's important to, to look back and reach out and have that helping hand and, and, and help women move forward. But, you know, Rita, we have a long way to go. You know, let's not fool you know, ourselves about this. But, you know, in closing that gender gap, it exists in a lot of different businesses and a lot of different areas. But we are closing that gap, no question about it. And certainly I'm here to help in, in the most minimal way that I can. And I say that humbly. Um, obviously, I'm not, uh, like you said, uh, this is not my background. But through that background and through my journey, I've learned a lot. And so people are amazed when they speak to me now that are, you know, from the background of, of ed tech and they say, wow, you, you learned this and, and this topic and you can speak the lingo with this and, you know, you know, and so it's just, uh, it's been through, through my journey. And again, I, I can't say that enough. If, if anyone wants to reach out to me, you have an idea, it's on a napkin, you know, you're thinking about getting into ed tech and uh, you're not a traditional person in that regard, reach out to me and, and I will help you and relay all the information that I've gained on my journey to, to help you uh, move forward. If that, that is indeed what you want to do, pursue something in, in uh, tech. So thank you, Rita. Yeah, now my next question is, do you believe women have a future in the digital space? Oh, absolutely. You know, women are making progress and, and, and reaching out to pull, you know, other women along, as I mentioned. Hey, but Twitter, Twitter is a great place for women to network with other women in ed tech. I highly recommend this for women, you know, that have an interest, go to Twitter. There are some amazing women that are blazing the trail. So Twitter is my go-to place that I would recommend for, for women that, that, that want to pursue something like this. And so, you know, I'm always amazed by, by what women are doing and what they're, you know, putting out there in Twitter. And so, yeah, but I, I think, I think absolutely women have every, you know, bit of ability and talent as men do. It's just that access, you know, it's that access that kind of 
is a barrier right now. But if we keep pushing through, keep supporting each other. And again, you know, I'm an underrepresented founder as well, you know, being Hispanic and, you know, already spent, you know, 25 years in a totally different arena. And so, you know, I get it, you know, I understand the pain and I understand, you know, a little bit of the frustration, maybe that those opportunities aren't, you know, equal. So, but yeah, that's a great question, Rita. You're on a roll. Awesome. So what, what drives you to change the status quo when um, it concerns women in tech? Well, how would you, yeah. How would you change that? Well, you know, I, like I said, in my introduction, I'm a typical middle child. So, you know, I was too young to play with the older kids in my family. I was too old to play with the younger ones, really independent and just had a spirit of going out and, you know, exploring the world. And so I'm, it's natural for me to, you know, be adventurous and, and take risk. And, you know, some of them, you know, those risks were calculated and some were not, but, you know, we only live once. And, you know, I don't want to die wondering. I don't think women should either, you know, don't die with this. You know, I could have, I should have, I had an idea. I always had a desire to explore something and, and, and I didn't pursue it. So I think it takes all of us. It takes a village. We hear that in different areas, but it, it truly does. If we're going to change the status quo, we need to challenge the, you know, the systems that are in place. And I think you do that by forming coalitions. You do that by banding together. And that's why this organization, I admire it. And, and I've been watching from afar and I've been interacting slowly with different members. And as I have, I've seen that. You know, this organization has that. It's a coalition. It's a group of women that are strong, that are powerful, that have vision and that want to, to change the world. And so that's a big goal, but you know what? That's what I really admire because I'm like that. You know, I'm all for that, you know, and the challenge, the, the status quo for me comes naturally. So I, I feel at home here, to be honest with you. And it's a gift of mine now that, now that you mentioned it, Rita. So, so thank you for that. Great, great. Yeah. Now I see that your passion is both in education as well as technology. Yeah. So what are the changes in your life since embracing your passion specifically in this digital transformation? Yes. You know, I, I honestly feel like I've started a new life. This, is, this has been one of the most incredible experiences of my life. And I never saw myself where I am today. That's the thing that really blows my mind. I never, you know, if you would have told me, you know, you know, 15 years ago when I was, you know, coaching high school football here in Texas, big time football, big stadium, big arena. You know, my life was so consumed with, you know, winning championships and, and, you know, mentoring kids. And, you know, my life was just so different now that I think back on it. And I never would have seen myself where I am right now. So it's, it's been really incredible, you know, when I reflect on it. But the best, but the best part of it is just the relationships that I've made. You know, I'm a, I'm a people person, always love meeting new people, learn about new cultures, certainly the food, you know, those things. But I, I feel now just like a renewed sense of purpose. And it really feels amazing, to be honest with you. I look forward to meeting people, you know, and just being able to, you know, network with one another and help each other along this journey. 
it's one thing the the pandemic has shown all of us is is that we need one another and you know we only go through this thing once as i said before and so you know we need each other and so i i just feel like i'm uh, i'm on a different course and it's exciting to me because you know this is allowing me to experience new things that i never thought i would before thank you rena yeah awesome so what is your advice for women who want to enter a digital business well the first bit of advice is you know i would say listen to you know your intuition to that mm-hmm. still small voice you know if you feel like you're being led to go in a different direction or feel like you want to explore something new you know mm-hmm. listen to yourself and the the signs will you know reveal themselves and the path will open up itself towards that but i i think you research you know do your research and then do more research you know specifically on the area that you want to explore the, you know make sure it aligns with your values you know and and, and leverage those uh, past experiences and skill sets that you have and then next i would say you know why why reinvent the wheel you know network network and network connect with people who are where you you know envision yourself you know reach out and just be yourself be authentic you know ask questions ask for feedback on that idea that you do have you know i've found that people you know generally they want to help you we live in you know there's there's a lot of negativity out there but don't get caught up in that the world is a good place and the world you know is full of people that genuinely want to help you And, and I think you just got to be bold. You got to be bold enough to ask questions, you know, from those that have had success in, in that area and find your niche. You know, that, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Take what you have, work with what you have. You have certain gifts, you have certain talents. How can you find a, you know, an avenue, a gap that is out there? And how can you use all of your tools, all of your wisdom, all of your trials and tribulations, everything that you had in your life and then focus with laser focus on that particular thing and then do your research network and i think i think that's a, the most important advice i could give and obviously you know clubhouse just a great place i'm so glad i've been here i'm not i'm just shy of maybe three months of being on here and this place is just open the world i mean literally look at you and i you know we're talking here and you know we're from totally different opposite ends of the earth different time zones and I know right. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is just mind-boggling, but it's cool. You know, I love it. This is perfect. I'm so glad I'm alive during this time, you know, with technology. But uh, Twitter's great, Instagram obviously, you know, and LinkedIn are the platforms that work best for me and that's where I make most of my connections. And then I like I'll give you one one last bit, bit of advice. Uh, don't try to go with this alone. You're going to need a team, you know, just like anything in sports. uh in business no different even within your own family you know you're going to it takes a team uh and if you want to achieve those goals you, you got to find those talented people you know that you can surround yourself with and you're only going to do this if you put yourself out there you know in network and you know those people will manifest themselves and you just got to continually network so yeah yeah you know um i think i want to ask the women here 
in the audience to realize that it is okay to combine your passion, whatever it is, you know, with, with digital, like what, like what you are doing right now. Right. So, yeah, I, I like to leave it with that, everyone with that. And Richard, my last questions, where can our listeners find you? Well, uh, my clubhouse bio has, you know, all of my contact in terms of, you know, LinkedIn, profile, Twitter, Instagram, email. But, but for, for now, you know, I, I think my preferred medium is Instagram, you know, with a messaging component on it. It's just easy to access. And then for international contacts, I would say, you know, WhatsApp worked best for me. So if you're, you know, international, shoot me a DM on Instagram and then I'll give you my WhatsApp and then, you know, we can connect that way. So best way, Instagram and WhatsApp. Okay. So Richard, after this Zoom meeting that we are in right now, can you please join us on stage? And yes. then uh, we will have the further the questions and answer session, of course, with the audience in the Rich Woman Magazine Club. Okay. I just want to thank you, Richard Lucero, for being my guest on Digital Woman Power podcast today. And very grateful to our listeners. If you enjoy it, I would invite you to share and listen to my colleagues' podcast at richwoman.co and follow us at the clubhouse at Rich Woman Magazine Club and join my club, Top Tech Leaders Club, and also Digital Global Parenting, where together with the expert speakers, we help the global citizens and parents to acknowledge how technology is currently transforming our daily lifestyles by highlighting issues faced in this digital age and solutions to embrace and adapt to the use of technology or digital. So thank you, everyone. Let's now go back to the Rich Woman Magazine Club. I'm Reta, and you complete me. This episode is sponsored by MTN Press. MTN Press is the publishing house behind niche publications like Rich Woman, Sovereign, and the Quantum of Light magazines, all British brands with a global reach. They deliver the good news straight to the desk of decision makers, the CEOs, presidents, CFOs, consultants, investors, influencers, bankers, PR agencies, heads of global operations, to name just a few. They also offer specialized support through a range of bespoke services, tools, and systems to help publishers like you grow both their presence and business. Whether you are running a blog, a niche magazine, or thinking to start one, their expert knowledge in the world of publishing can give you the tools and the expertise and the confidence you need to succeed. Check them out at mtnpress.co.uk or follow the link in the episode description.